On today's show, the Dallas Mavericks turn the page to free agency. Could Bruce Brown come to the Dallas Mavericks? What do the Mavericks actually have to spend in free agency? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. Welcome to the Mavericks. don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. Join the Raccoon Squad, be an everydayer, subscribe, follow for free, just search Locked On Mavericks wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below let us know in the comment section would you rather have grant williams or bruce brown i'll also have another thing to comment a little bit later here Uh, if you want to support the show text us get text alerts from us subscribe to our subtext we're five away from a hundred on there we'd really appreciate a bunch of people getting on there subscribing and help support the show helps keep us five days and right now seven days a week throughout the off season joining me as always co-host writer contributor at mavs.com the omax man child one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris yeah i'm just over here uh refreshing uh dallas maps fan shop uh known as the hanger just seeing when the uh, omax jerseys are happening shout out to everybody who no, reached out about the no what you need to do is don't wait for that do the custom one that says omax on the back and not because if you get his jersey it'll just say prosper on the back i'm like i don't you got to go full omax on your jersey. Yeah, no that's true Anyway, um, I actually don't know their numbers yet. I don't think that's... I don't know uh, if we know that either. I don't think we know that Correct yet, us but. if it is, but they're going to be introduced on Monday, so we'll know we'll know that by then. We will be both probably be there to ask questions. The introductory press conference of Derek Lively and Omax, and probably Rashawn Holmes, too, will be uh, on Monday. We'll, we'll see what I'm happens. sure he's going to be there. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I think maybe. Um, but no, you know, this week, you're listening to this on a Sunday. We're doing the Dash you know, as we're uh, dashing towards free agency and we'll probably go through next weekend also yeah. as free agency starts when, you know, this coming Friday night, uh, basically what a fun Friday night it's going to be. But leading up to this, I mean, we've already seen so many different trades. I think we're going to see a handful of other trades before Friday as teams try to set up for this free agency to start. And I think it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be a fun week of rumors and trades and, and all this stuff. This is what we live for. Fun you guys week of know. what? A fun week of what? Trades Rumor and rumors. I'm ready for it. I'm ready um, for it. I got something for y'all. Share this pod with somebody this week. You know, we've been doing this, what, six, seven years now? Is this our, what off season is this for us? Well, we started yeah. May of 2017. So do the math. Yeah, so <laughs> so that was uh, our first off season was t- 2017. So here we are in uh, 2023, another off season. Um, off season eight. <laughs> that's insane. I know. <laughs> yeah, we started doing these pods before, uh, like a few weeks before the Dennis Smith Jr. draft, and we were like doing draft profiles on like Zach Collins. That was like three Dennis Smith teams ago. Oh, that's kind of mean. Porzingis was on the the Knicks then. <laughs> Luca was no. Luca was in, in Real Madrid then. 
<laughs> uh, today, we'll get into a bunch of free agency stuff. We'll turn the page. We'll talk. We'll give you an introduction on the Mavericks free agency uh, situation, what they can do. Also, we did get from Mark Stein about Bruce Brown. We'll definitely talk about that as well. But I want to start here. Uh, on, in our subtext, by the way, subscribe. You can click the link below uh, or you can text the number below as well. Uh, somebody texted me and t- texted us texted us today and said, Dwight Powell and Maxi are at Top Golf. What should I ask them? They're at, like a couple bays down from him. Uh, which, first of all, cool that they still hang out. One of the, another reason why I think Dwight will come back to the, to the Mavericks on some kind of minimum uh, is because he's just been around all the time this offseason. Um, but then he said this after after he said I didn't ask him any questions, but he said Dwight brought his own bag to Top Golf. What's yeah. the edit? What's the etiquette on bringing your own clubs and bringing your own bag to Top Golf? I mean, that just tells me you play a lot. So, but to Top Golf, like go to a driving range, right? Yeah, but but I mean, I see people like bring their own stuff to Top Golf, and because you, you also got, you know, so I've seen some people bring their bags and stuff to the bays, but also there's like the little area down off, like to the side that's just in the grass that you can like use your own. That's stuff. true. That is more like a driving range, but I guess it's like bringing your own ball and like your own shoes to like bowling. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to judge you if you're that, but okay. But what's but, the difference between that and him bringing his own bags to like, because I think he obviously, I think he obviously plays like if one, of, if one of my bros shows up with a, I mean, I'm going to roast him the entire time. Like, <laughs> Oh, cool. Once you get your club out, like that's cool. But, but what if your bro is six ten? Maybe maybe he just needs like the oversized like, club because I, I guarantee because, you, Maxi probably roasted the whole time. Good shot, Tiger. No, Maxi <laughs> probably used them because Maxi isn't going to use the one that works for like me. I'm like six three, and I could use I have to use the biggest one, and like That's they're not going to be able to use that one. Flex on us with your height. You're like not that much shorter than me. <laughs> <laughs> like six three. I don't have clubs. To- <laughs> Should I do the wrestle? Like you know, six three two thirty. God, I wish I was too there. Um, all right. I just thought that was funny. Let us know in the comment section what you think about bringing your own bags and your own clubs to Top Golf. This is a, a weekend bonus pod if you didn't recognize. All right. The Dallas Mavericks going into free agency. They've still got some things to do. They still have to uh, add at least some wing defenders, maybe maybe a center, maybe definitely a third ball handler, I think. that I think that's a, a need that they very much have. And so you're looking at, okay, what can the Mavericks do? What can the Mavericks actually sign? Well, it all kind of comes down to Kyrie. First of all, it comes down to Kyrie Irving's contract and what he signs. Unless they make some kind of other trade where they clear contract, they take back less money than they send, they do some kind of Tim Hardaway trade, they do some kind of Reggie Bullock move or trade or something like that, a JaVale McGee dump, something like that, Uh, which JaVale McGee dump is what he did on the court at the beginning of the season last year. Uh, If Kyrie signs for you know, like $40 million in his first year. You know, so below his max, the Mavericks will probably have, if they don't make any other moves, the full mid-level exception, which is like $12.4 million in the first year. That's a really, that they need to have that. In doing the Davis Bertans deal and all that kind of stuff, the two trades they did at the draft, they opened up this opportunity for them to be able to do this. If he takes that, if he takes the full max, so it's like full, I'm taking $46 million in the first year max, then the Mavericks only have like $5.5 million of the non-taxpayer mid-level exception or like 7.6, depending on the other contracts and things like that. So, and so the big difference is if Kyrie takes a little less, the Mavericks will have the full mid-level exception at $12.4 million in the first year. They'll also have the biannual exception at $4.8 million. 
So that's two deals that they can put out in free agency. And that 12.4 one is huge because then you can get like a starting caliber player. Shout out to CBA Mavs on Twitter and at Mavs Moneyball for all the the, the number crunching that, <laughs> that he does to figure this out. Uh, and he's got a good article on Mavs Moneyball about it. Uh, but so that's where the, that's the situation where the Mavericks is. It comes down to Kyrie as of right now, unless they make another kind of trader move. Yeah, and you know that getting that, you know that that was mentioned as soon as they made the deal to move from ten to twelve to dump yeah. Bertans's contract to get that salary off their, you know, off their books there, that allows them to, you know, gives them that flexibility for them to open up that. That's why we've been going into this offseason, even before that trade, before draft night, we're saying, yeah, okay, we've been referencing this MLE number because there's we knew Dallas is looking at ways to try to create that space. So it's like dumping some money to try to, you know, open up that, that full MLE because there's only so much money out there this summer. And a lot of these teams who have the cap space to spend are sucky teams. So it's like, you know, you think of some of these, you know, players that are hitting uh, free agency, whether they're declining options or they're vets that are just on, you know, going to be unrestricted free agents. It's like, I mean, how many players have we seen out there? They're like, yeah, they're expecting big money. They're expecting more than this amount. It's like, all right, well, there's only so much out there to where I think we're going to have a handful of these guys that take the full MLE money from some of these like playoff teams. That's going to surprise some people, some guys that people will look at and be like, man, I thought they would get more money, but they agreed to like a, you know, three for 46. And you're like, wow. Okay. They signed three year deal around that $12 million mark. So, I think having this 12 million MLE for Dallas, whether it's Kyrie taking a little bit less from Max or they find another way to, you know, open up a little bit more money to create that, I think it's going to be huge for Dallas. Absolutely. This is a, it's a really big deal for them to be able to open that up. That's why it all kind of starts with Kyrie and what he does. So coming up, let's talk about uh, Bruce Brown. There's a rumor around the Mavericks looking at Bruce Brown. We've talked about Grant Williams before. Let's talk about some of the free agency moves that they could make. And then Isaac's got a trade. Yes, I do. He's very excited about it. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Ibotta. Ibotta has you covered for all kinds of things. Watching your closet grow after purchase after purchase of all the, you know, summer stuff. You got to get new summer clothes. It's so, so hot outside. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. And you're like, all right, well, I'm just buying stuff all the time. Help yourself by getting cash back with Ibotta. The average Ibotta earner earns $120 a year in real cash back. That could cover the cost of your entire shopping trip. You could get use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing. I don't know what flight you're buying at $120, but uh, that you could get some more shorts. You can go get some bird dogs. You can go get all kinds of stuff with the cash back. They'll give you cash back and not just points, not just points that you you know rack up and then eventually you can trade it in for like, you know, a sticker or, you know, like the, the dumb Chuck E. Cheese prizes. They're actual real cash that you can actually use at real stores and real places. So you can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers too when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta and using the code LOCKED when you register. Go to the App Store, Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app, and use the code LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. That's Ibotta, I-B-O-T. O-T-T-A, I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store. Use the code LOCKED. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, being part of the show, part of the Raccoon Squad. We appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out with us. 
Uh, we did a ton of downloads and views over draft, and we appreciate everybody that, that listened, that's been hanging out with us, the people that, that DM us and subtext us and say, hey, I've been listening since Dennis Smith Jr.'s draft. I've been listening since Luca's draft. I've been listening since the, the playoff run. It's been awesome to hear from all that. All right, let's do this. According to Mark Stein and his incredible Substack that you must, must subscribe to, it's a must uh, read every day. He's updating rumors all the time. He said, Dallas used Davis Bertans' contract to move down two spots in the draft to select Derek Lively the second at number 12 and likewise move far away enough from the luxury tax territory to gain full use of the non-taxpayer's $12.4 million mid-level exception in free agency. That's what we mentioned earlier. To pursue top wings in free agency. That's the, one of the reasons why they did one of those moves. That's why Nico Harrison said, hey, we're not done yet. We're not yeah. done because we made this move to look forward. I mean, we made it for now, but we also made it to look forward, which is... Another reason why draft night was so successful is they didn't just make a move that was for, all right, we want to win this move. Hey, we want to use this move to set up another move and also win now. I think they did both of those things. And he said, you know, pursue top wings in free agency, starting with Denver's Bruce Brown. Isaac Harris, thoughts on Bruce Brown and the Mavericks going after Bruce Brown? Perfect fit. Like, OJ Simpson in the with the glove. Like... <laughs> Um, it'd be like a, a, a puzzle, a puzzle piece fit, uh, for, for Bruce Brown and Dallas. Bates, but, send me that clip. <laughs> um, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, the championship experience, the, the wing defense, I mean, he's going to be 27 basically, you know, to start the season. He yeah. shot 36% from three last year. Um, what Dallas is going to this off season, wanting, wanting to add more defense on the wing, Bruce Brown would give you all of that. Like that would such, I mean, that'd be such a, an amazing signing for Dallas. And you're basically like doubling his, you know, his, his salary from what he had last year around that six, $7 million mark. Um, if you're Dallas, I think the only thing for him is like looking at it's like some of these other cap teams. Like, I think everybody's going to go after Bruce Brown. Like, yeah, even if it, sure. if, if a team is like rebuilding, going after Bruce Brown, if it's a, you know, a playoff team like Dallas that has the MLE, they're going after Bruce Brown. Well, some of the teams with cap are like San Antonio has a ton. Uh, Houston has like 60 million. You have Indiana that has a ton too. Like Indiana could definitely go after him. But what Bruce Brown yeah. would bring is just like you said, I, I'm not sure he's like the exact perfect fit. Cause they need bigger wings. Like they, they still need yeah. that. He's not that he's like six, four, but he's, what I would call like a utility guard. He can just play his, his basketball reference page says position point guard, small forward shooting guard, like just all the different ways you can play him in so many different facets. He plays How fast with Jason kid say who, who cares about a position? He's a basketball, he's a, he's a basketball, he's a basketball player. player. Why do we not have that as a drop? It should be first time he says that I'll, I'll add it as a drop. Cause he'll say it this year. He'll say that about Omax. I bet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But Bruce Brown, well, he's able to handle the ball a little bit because he came in as kind of like this point guard. He started with Detroit. Didn't really – like, they played him a lot. He was he showed some flashes, but that team was was fine. Then he went to Brooklyn, and he really started to figure out kind of who he was. He, his three ball started to come around. And then with the, the Nuggets, it was just like the perfect fit, which is the fit that you hoped that the Mavericks would have, is we can play this guy – with Kyrie, with Luca, with Luca and Kyrie, you know, we can we can have this guy handle the ball a little bit. He would he would solve a couple problems for Dallas. The one I think he would solve like the third ball handler that I'm kind of looking for with this team. I think that's their third thing that they need to address. He doesn't solve their bigger wing problem, but he does solve perimeter defense and guard defense. Like he he will help that. If Josh and if Josh Green and Reggie Bullock 
are you know not it like it just ha- it just helps to have another guy like him to be able to add to that room. Could I see him starting for the Mavericks? I think so. I think you could start Luca, Kyrie, and and uh, and Bruce Brown. But I was going to start Casein Wallace with them too. Like I think you could do that too. So no. that's where that's where I am with it. Yeah, I mean, whether he starts or not, he's going to be one of the first dudes off the bench if he doesn't start. For He'd sure. be great. I mean, everything about him, he would be great in Dallas. If they can get him at the $12 million mark, sign me up. I'll go to the airport. I'll drive to Denver. Whatever I have to do to get Bruce Brown. If you had to choose between him and Grant Williams. Bruce Brown. Yeah. Bruce Brown, a little bit older. And Grant Williams plays a little bit plays a little bit bigger. I think he's been a better shooter over the course of his career, but mm-hmm. doesn't give you any any of the ball handling. Doesn't give you as much quickness. Doesn't give you. Uh, I mean, he hasn't won a championship, so <laughs> give that. Grant Williams may have more playoff experience, but I think Bruce, Bruce Brown, Brown could probably hit both free throws when he goes to the line. <laughs> Bruce Brown would probably get the Players Association a better deal with the CBA than what vice president grant williams did i no i'm joking about the grant williams i would pick bruce over grant williams but it, it's it is kind of close I'll, i do like grant williams at dallas i think dallas will go after him whether it's yeah. a signing trade whether it's the mle I, surely he'll probably he's another one that he'll probably want more than the mle but he might have to you know sacrifice a little bit and go for the mle for somebody yeah well grant williams had that there's that story that he wanted 20 million dollars a year <sighs> Yeah, I don't think you're getting that, buddy. He's not getting that. So what's he, he's going to get twelve, like around twelve or, or like thirteen, fourteen, or something like that. But wouldn't he rather go to a, a Dallas situation that has a role? And, and I think Grant Williams would start. Like where, whereas I'm kind of questioning if if Bruce Brown would. I think Grant Williams would just because of his size. Yeah, and, and just look at what Dallas needs right now and the avenues to get it. So, you know, when you look at the roster, you're basically let's just go ahead and pencil Kyrie in. You got Luke and Kyrie at the top. Then you got this group of five, the five vets. It's Reggie, Tim, Javel, Maxi, Rashawn Holmes. And then you got the four young guys. Okay. So outside of that, these are, you know, the ways for you to upgrade. What would you say their needs are right now? Probably a stopgap center that is going to. Starting stop. Yeah. Starting stopgap center. I think unless they're really into Derek Lively as a starting center, I still think a, a, a stopgap like starter is necessary, but definitely, definitely their number one now is big wings still. Yes. Big wings. They can add, you know, a big starting wing, but probably one or two wings, probably a stopgap center. I, and then, you know, if you could get a third ball handler in there, uh, that would be great. The ways you do that, the full MLE, the biennial exception and trading some of the pieces that you have looking at that group of those five guys, looking at those veterans and saying, all right, we have Tim Hardaway. Is Jaden Hardy Tim Hardaway for us this year? What could we swap out? You know, swap out Tim Hardaway's seventeen million dollars for? Could he get us a stopgap center? Could he get us a bigger wing? Could he get us a third ball handler? The MLE. Are they going to use the MLE? Could they get a Bruce Brown? That would be awesome. If they can't get a wing, do they try to look at the MLE and say, "Can we add? Can we get a stopgap center with the MLE around ten million dollars for one or two years?" And saying. All right, I think you can start or at least be in some type of rotation with Lively. This is where I have I have two things I want to throw at you this pot. I have a a secret MLE target for Dallas, and then I'll, I'll after that I'll give you my my trade that I'm I think they'll look at the the most right now this week. Secret MLE target, Vucevic. He has this relationship with <laughs> Dallas, and it's at the MLE target, and it's like. 
if he's he's in Chicago, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Yep. He hasn't been winning. He has that relationship with Luca, like I said. What if he looks at it and it's like, I'll go down to Dallas for one or two years. I'll be the big body guy down there. I'll you know help lively be a pro, and they'll probably say, Hey, do you want you you want to be you want to be our Kevon Looney basically in Dallas, and you know come in and play you know be this one or two year center. We have lively coming up behind you. That's that's a name I would watch that I think people are probably expecting to take more money. But if it it wouldn't shock me if he's like, hey, I'll I'll go play with Luca in Dallas for one or two years at, you know, a two for twenty four million dollar deal or something like that. I like that as a name as a name for for that spot. He's going to be thirty three by the time the season starts. It's he's, not perfect. The, you know, the it, it's not is, a perfect fit. The fit is not great, but he does bring some. He he'll, he'll bring some spacing, even though he's not been as good of a three point shooter as you'd think. Uh, in his career, but in brings know, rebounding, he would, re- he would rebound and he would space the floor and he would set screens and you want that. Like he's not as good of a rim roller, but he can do that, that kind of stuff. And defense would be a problem. Like you'd have to try and figure some stuff out, but maybe they'll add yeah. somebody else. But that, that's an interesting one. I don't know if like, if you, if that's what they use the, the, like the full MLE on, I'm not feeling as good as if they got a big wing with it, like a, a Bruce Brown or a Grant. Williams. Yeah. I but, would still prefer, I would still prefer one of those. I'm just saying like, but I think if it's those, a, it's an answer. Yeah. Yeah, if those other guys go somewhere else, like as you go down, I mean, he's option what D or E or F, like you yeah. know, with your MLE. It's where if Bruce Brown goes somewhere, Grant Williams goes somewhere, and like it's it wouldn't be the end of the world. And then they try to trade some of the other contracts. Let me give you this one. This is this is my favorite trade that I think Dallas is entertaining this week. Tim Hardaway for Markel Fultz, and. And you say, and you might say, why? Why would Orlando do this? One, they just took Anthony Black. Okay, so they already have the bigger athletic point guard who's not the three point shooter, but is going to run the team and all that. Markel Fultz is on a seventeen million dollar expiring contract this coming season. Are they really going to pay Markel Fultz after this season? Whenever they have Anthony Black, they have Jalen Suggs, they have Cole Anthony. He had a good season last year. He's a good defender. He's a bit. He is a bigger, you know, defending guard. And what do they need the most right now? They need shooting, and they need some vets. And I think Tim Hardaway would be perfect on that team for all the reasons you draft Jed Howard or they're yeah. linked to Grady Dick and all those guys. It's like <laughs> Tim would fit. You guys what? want you guys like Jet Howard enough to pick him at eleven? How about Jet Howard from like five years ago or <laughs> like 10, <laughs> yeah. 10 years ago? Here's here's Jet Howard from ten years ago. And for Dallas, it's swapping out those swapping those two guys, and you bring in Markel Fultz to be a third ball handler to play off the bench with Jaden Hardy. He would be a great complement with Jaden Hardy, and he he's a defender of other point guards too. So, I I just like that trade from both sides, and I think it would be a great move for Dallas. I like that one. I'm I'd be concerned about Markel Fultz's availability. He's you know played 60 games last year, 72 games in Orlando the first year he got there. But 18 games the year before, eight eight games in 2020-2021. So, like, he's, he's – and then, obviously, when he lost his shot at the, you know, the beginning of, yeah. his, of his career, played 14 games his rookie year, 19 games his second year in Philadelphia. Like, there's just been a lot of stuff around him. And, it's, and I don't know if you can count on him, but I think you can do worse in a trade for Tim Hardaway. And, if anything, you're getting off of Tim Hardaway's money next year, and then that becomes something that, you know, you can – you can look at maybe the Mavs have some cap space next year. Yeah, no, exactly all those reasons. And I'll throw an extra one in there. If I'm Dallas, I'm also 
I'm also calling Boston about Rob Williams. Yeah. I think he would be a great stopgap guy, you know, start next year with live. I know he's under contract for a few more years. There's injury stuff, but even like he doesn't make a ton, you know, he, he doesn't make so much to where if lively overtakes him, then you're only paying him like $11 million to be like your rim rolling guy to come off the bench. Like I think he compliments lively well too. Well, he's coming off the bench for the Celtics next year anyway, right? I mean, yeah, that and that's the thing. It's like, how many centers are they going to have on the roster next year? I would just, you know, would with them losing Marcus Smart, would they be interested in a, you know, Tim Hardaway? Is it a, you know, it's probably too much to do a Rob Williams, Peyton Pritchard for Tim Hardaway yeah. uh, type of move, but Reggie Bullock for Rob Williams straight up. Mm. What what does that look like? Especially you know, if they're both, losing Grant Williams. Yeah, and they lost Marcus Smart. Um, I don't know. Boston's just one of those names with with Rob Williams that he's a stopgap guy that I would I would be calling about. I like those. I, those are interesting. Tomorrow we'll do like I'll go through all the players the Mavericks should or could target. Oh, I got in, so many more for tomorrow's yeah, pod. We'll start. We'll go through all the names and go through like, hey, what about this guy? What about this guy? What about Derrick Rose is not going to come back to the Knicks? Could he be the you know the third? What about Dennis Smith Jr.? Could he make a return and be? that third ball handle. There's a bunch of names out there. And so we'll go through them and uh, we'll do that on tomorrow's part. You got anything else for today? I mean, I'll save it for tomorrow. I got, I got so many different fake moves. It's all I've been doing. Uh, oh, uh, Jace asked, what would Bruce Brown's role be in Dallas on our subtext, by the way? And we kind of answered that earlier, but he would be, I think he would be like their, the perfect third guard can pseudo wing can come in. I think he would start with, with Kyrie and Luca and be that like guard defender, with those guys, hopefully a bigger a bigger wing uh, next to them, maybe a you know maybe you could still keep Reggie Bullock and then you have the center. But like I think he what? would do he would do that. He could he could just do a he just does a bunch of little things and you really need that on this team. It, yeah, it's all about adding guys to that wing rotation that can guard people. I mean, you look at Denver <laughs> at all like in any way. Well, well, you look at Denver and it's like all right, they had bigger bodies, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr. They had KCP, they had Bruce Brown. Jeffrey. When you have you know, Jeff Green, you have multiple of those dudes from that six four to six nine range. For Dallas right now, you're looking at Reggie, you're looking at Tim, which Tim's not a you know, defender. So it's like Reggie, Maxi, Josh, and Omax. And it's like I Luka. love I yeah, well, okay. <laughs> I love Omax, but like I think it would be unfair to him if we stepped into next season and it's just Omax and Maxi as your bigger wings. Like yeah. as your bigger guys who can guard the Kawhis and you know <clears throat> bigger you know wings in the league, they need another guy in there for Omax to come off the bench with Maxi and stuff like that. That would be yeah a lot of fun. Absolutely. Let us know in the comment section who'd rather have Grant Williams or Bruce Brown. Let us know what you think about bringing your own bags to Top Golf if you're Dwight Powell and that's what you were doing the other day, according to one of our. Uh, subtexters, according to one of you. Uh, let us know about that. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom.